3: Chevalier Mortgage. You can call Virginia directly at 303-257-6578 or visit Mortgage. Dot com where you can get signed up for a free consultation and to discuss all of your options, as well as get free DNVR merch. Check it out today. I'm sure you've heard about the great mortgage rates out there right now, but Mike and Virginia are not your typical mortgage company. Yes, they do have the phenomenal rates, but what makes them different is that Mike is a certified financial planner and looks at so much more than just rate when designing your home loan. Plus, they're a small family-owned company, just like us here at DNVR, so you'll always Always feel like a person and not a number. Again, head on over to dnvrmortgage.com and check them out today. Welcome into the DNVR Avalanche Podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up for a new account to get amazing odds boost every single day. Rudo, Jesse, AJ, Blaze, coming at you live as the Avs drop this one in overtime. We'll get into the entire story of the game first, but we have to start with the overtime. A too many men call. Is this the worst call of the year? Genuinely, is this the worst call of the year by the NHL <laughs> what, refereeing What's committee?
1: hard for me is that it's not even that it's a bad call. It's, it's an
3: incorrect call. It's just call. wrong. They, they, it's made, they
2: made a call. Right. Th- and this isn't, this isn't like an interpretation not, right. where like... I said that to you can, you. Oh, you can it's see not where, From where he's standing, you can think that he might have gotten a stick on the hands or he right. might have tripped a guy who actually just fell down or whatever this is a motherfucker who can't count yeah, it, right, right. like there are you need, to, you need to pull the official whose arm is up before the before a fourth abs skates ever touched the ice you need to pull him off the ice right now you gotta go and get him while he's still hot and you gotta you gotta put up four fingers yeah. can you fucking count yeah. they when well, the call well, gets made, there are genuinely
3: more Preds on the ice when, than there when, are abs. When the
1: arm goes up, Agent, yeah. I just talked about this. When the arm goes up, there's two abs on the <laughs> ice.
0: With skates on the ice, there are two abs players when the arm actually goes up. And that's something where when that type of play happens... They have like the refs have to come together and talk about right, something right, right, like right, right. that, right? How
2: is it that there are three other guys on the ice? Because because linesmen are allowed with <laughs> yep. too many men to have input on this. Yep. How is it there are three other guys on the ice, one of whom is in the fucking Avalanche <laughs> bench?
0: Right, <laughs> he's yes. in the bench. Kadri is right behind him getting off.
2: Well, like, how do you and, how do you not yeah. be able to count? Oh, hey, there's only oh okay, there's only two of them. Yeah, totally. That's definitely too many men. Did you seriously? Did we just see a situation where the referee counted the referee who jumped into the abs bench? <laughs> coming back coming back onto the ice as the extra ab? Yeah. Are you fucking serious? That should be a fireable offense immediately. Yep. Like, I understand that you have to go through... A billion hours of refereeing and training and blah, 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 blah. You should not be allowed to referee another NHL game the rest of the year. When you have an egregious this, penalty like, right. to Absolutely. that there's, level. There's a difference
3: between interpretation and just objectively
2: getting a call wrong. Yeah, yeah. You like, can't tell the difference between a guy wearing stripes <laughs> and a guy wearing an abs jersey. <laughs> it's either that or he can't fucking count. <laughs> <laughs> Those are your options. The level of bullshit that just took place is insane. Yeah. It's agreed. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. Like. You still have to kill a penalty. The penalty kill is still bad. There's still a lot of bad hockey that happened before this game but was decided. Definitely. But you don't even give a team a chance right there. Yep. You just take it away from them. In, in in a league that we know in
3: third periods just stops calling shit. We
0: saw it in this <laughs> <Yeah>. fucking game!
2: <laughs> yep. Nick Nick Cousins need Kadri Cadre in in at center ice after he gets rid of the puck. And everybody just sort of shrugged and was like. Well, it's in the five, final five minutes of a tie hockey game. What do you expect? <laughs> and then we never, we never saw the other too many men penalty. Yep. Because Altitude's production is the worst in the NHL. <laughs> we never saw it because we had to watch replays from five minutes earlier. We never saw any of that. And then you finally you get into overtime and they
0: make one up. Yeah. <laughs> what is, the fuck? It is absolutely the the linesman that you're right it's the linesman coming the out linesman of the linesman jumping he, out of the bench is looking. the most likely call here well look at it like we can see it on the yeah, tv you'll right see the linesman
2: jumping watch, over the like, boards watch when his arm goes up Cause Cause right he there. jumps into the bench all the way yep. in all he's, he goes all the, the linesman's going to come out and, and then, his arm is going to go
3: up see that the linesman touches right the ice right about now yep. and his arm goes up that's unbelievable unfucking believable that's it, bad. This is going to be the second That's time in bad. four years that the NHL is going to have to write a letter of apology to the Colorado Avalanche.
0: <laughs> it's not even the first one. Unbelievable! So insane! It's the it's the linesman. And it's, it's you're talking you're linesman. talking about everybody else,
2: and I I'm, I hate to do this to you guys again. Everybody else in this industry is accountable. Yep. Every other person in this business. You, you, me, Jesse, who just went to do uh, post-game availability. We all got to take our L's on I this show ruined. every week. Everybody has accountability yep. for things that they've done or, not, or done poorly, mistakes that they have made. Every player, every coach, everybody has accountability eventually. But that guy... That guy that just changed the course of that overtime gets to go well, watch the replay, drink his fucking Bud Light, and be like, "Oh shit, here's my." I question. think I just blew here's a call. No, no, that no. In, in, a, in a In a game that was helping to decide first place in the central, but thirty games in, granted, but oh, like, well, <laughs> what, you never know when no. that point is going to come back in matter, and matter. And they just took it. That and that guy doesn't have to answer a question. He doesn't get a phone call. He has no public accountability. He literally just packs up his shit, leaves the rink, and goes back to his hotel room, jerks one out, and then calls it a night. My, There's no accountability. Well, my question is,
3: he makes that call, and how is the linesman that is literally coming off of the avalanche bench say, well, hang on a minute. Did you count me? Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it's not just that that ref makes a terrible call. Yeah.
0: It's that no one else on the other this three team just are just like, sort of like, yeah, that's fine. It's yeah. okay. Totes! Totes! It's all good, baby! I can only count three, but I guess you saw more than three, <laughs> so we're going to go with that. <laughs> it's,
3: yeah. I'd, I'd, on the same night that Kodak Black is actually banging a person <laughs> inside of the Florida Panthers <laughs> arena, and it wasn't the worst shot of the night. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs>
0: uh
3: I'd, it's genuinely baffling yeah. that you get a call that wrong, to to be that incorrect on a call. As a look, these are these are supposed to be the refs that are the best in the world at their job, and that is how the game goes the other way. And look, we have no idea. Maybe the Preds march down and score thirty <laughs> yeah. seconds later on three on three, but
2: they just buried the ABS with that. Completely well, like, incorrect in call. In three three-on-three, possession is everything. Yep. And Rantanen just got the they puck. They won the puck back. Yeah, they just got the puck because Kadri, Kadri's, uh, that, that puck got stopped. Yep. yep. They win the rebound. They, they're they changing, which they accomplished perfectly legally. Rantanen has the puck. You've got two minutes left. You have no idea how that goes. Yep. yep. You have no idea how it goes. And you just give them a, f- whatever. <laughs> All right. We're good. We're not going to talk about
3: no, it it's, until it Jesse comes back and has to tell us what Jared Bedler would, has to yeah, say about I it. Yeah, I I think about this. Um, which I'm sure we'll get in a bit. But let's talk about some positive things. Regardless of the way overtime went, the Avs get a point point in a Sagababa, a game where they played the majority of it from behind. They get three out of four in these two games. You don't look at how the bread got made of how they lost the game. You're extremely happy with three out of four points
2: tonight, yes? Yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely, uh, ab- absolutely. Like you feel how it all up until the very end, yep. you feel great about how it yeah. all plays out, right? Yeah. Like you're like, hey, you hate that you play like shit, but you love that you just keep coming it's- you keep coming back and coming back and coming back, and that you just they're, you're just not dying. Yep. I saw some Nashville people who were like, wow, this Predge team, there's something about them, and I'm like. What the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) From a Nashville perspective, you couldn't even handle this this exhausted team. Right, like you had every advantage rolling into this game, and it took that to get you across the finish line. (laughs) Like what? Like you take your two points, and okay, cool. Like you, whatever. I'm very excited to see how the next fifty games play out. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Because I, I don't, especially after tonight, I don't think that that's a very good hockey team anymore. Uh, I think that they're solid. Look, they, but had, they had every a, opportunity Them as a top two seed yeah. is just watching that shit. I'm just like, it, it, UC Soros is the only reason yep. that team yeah. is worth it. They a had team.
3: every opportunity to bury the ass yeah. tonight, and they just
2: couldn't. Yeah, I mean, they had a power play with two minutes to go yep. and couldn't get a shot. Yeah. And you're like, this is the worst PK in the league, and you <laughs> you can't even get in like the ultimate crunch time. And you don't a, look good you, at all. Oh my yeah. goodness. Dude. Their team
0: defense in front of their goalie. Pack is the box, phenomenal. baby. Yeah. Pack it's the, the box. I mean, it's this is this well, this is
2: where I think scouting plays a role because this felt very Av's because yeah. we didn't see them play like this last time they were in Nashville. Granted It, it was barely a hockey game. <laughs> they didn't play like this in Denver. I think that they were like, look, the Avs score on a lot of goals where they throw pucks out to their defensemen out high. Yep. We don't want to give them 30-foot shots at the net and have pucks find their way through and hit them. We're going to we're going to pack it and we're going to force them to get closer. Look where look where the goals started coming. Like Burkowski goal is great, but you look where the McCarr gets score, goal yep. gets scored from. Yep. McKinnon goal gets scored from. It's Top not of the circles down. It's yeah. not straight on. They they forced the Avs to play in. They have adjusted. They did it. They accomplished their goal. Uh, they they played they 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 adjusted to how Nashville was defending them. And they got across. They got the goals to get into, uh, to get into overtime. And wish we could have seen, wish we could have seen how the rest of that game would have actually played yeah. out. Yep, uh, like for realsies, and not that horse shit that we were subjected to, the straight up fucking clown shoes that just the, uh, that just took place yep. is. It's just the black mark on, on yeah. what was other otherwise like a perfectly acceptable I, I,
3: result. I hate to circle back this, but we're just going to circle back to it all show. You're just going to have to accept that. The one thing that the NHL always wants to say about the refs is, well, they don't want to decide a game. <laughs> they absolutely fucking lutely decided this game. There is no doubt in yeah. anyone's mind that they decided this fucking hockey
0: game. So... I mean, bench minor penalties, right, especially in the last five minutes of a game, when there's no, like, impact to the play, right. yeah. is ridiculous. Even that first it's one, It's got to be like, egregious, and we yeah. didn't... I, I never saw a replay for it. I, on the, I, the regulation one? Yeah, yeah I, mean, I never either. saw a replay yeah, for it, either. so I
2: don't have any thought on yeah. it. I didn't see, we couldn't see it For live. all I know, I mean, the Avs had 10 dudes on the
0: ice. For all
2: we know, they had fucking four.
0: Could be, based on that overtime one. It could have been another linesman. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, we don't,
2: we don't, I, I, I wish I could say I would give them the benefit of the doubt, but after what happened in overtime. You can't. That motherfucker can't count. It's brutal. It is genuinely like we need brutal. to sit him down with some blues clues, some sesame street level shit here and see if we can get him through the basics before he's ever allowed to referee another NHL game. <laughs> the number of the day is 3. <laughs> Yo, and that that was Kermit high as hell. <laughs> so,
3: <laughs> okay. All right. Bring it back a little bit here. Uh, all right. Let's 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 do a little bit of chronological work here. Uh, first period, not great from the Avs. I don't think anyone's going to be particularly uh, happy dude, with so the first bad. period of this hockey game, uh, especially in a, in a Sega Baba where, look, traditionally in the second game of a back-to-back, the team playing game two, they come out hot and yeah. try to kind of ride whatever they get from it. Avs kind of did the opposite, put themselves <laughs> in a hole pretty quickly in this one. Uh, it wasn't great. It, it wasn't great. And, and look, it, this felt oddly similar to a lot of the previous games we've seen the Avs play, where in the first period, period and a half, UC Saros was doing the work. Yep. He was brick walling the Avs. And then, uh, how do you get the Avs to manage the puck better defensively? because right now it's costing them more than a goal per game. What What's it going to take?
0: I mean, I, I have no clue. If I <laughs> knew, I would probably be coaching the ass yeah. and, and tell them. But, I mean, there is a lot of concern there, right? Like, And, and I, I think some of it is just the system that they're running leaves people wide open in front of the net, and it's basically like, yo, you're going to get a free shot if you can get to the puck to the center of the ice because we're going to challenge you so much. We're going to put so much pressure on you. But when that breaks down, like you saw tonight along the boards there, that's, that's free goals. Especially when Kemper is struggling basically to find the puck right now.
3: Certainly the rebound control, you know, look, pucks hit goalies and they bounce off them. But I think the thing everybody has pointed out specifically for Kemper is he's not catching pucks. Well, no pucks are going in and out of his glove and those just, However you feel about Kemper the rebound control with
2: his glove has to be better. Yeah, no, I mean you just play like shit tonight. I yeah. I what's what's funny is that like he it, it, as always it's just complicated because yep. he makes some amazing saves as well. And then the goals that go in, you're like these are garbage. Yeah, like they, this isn't they, great. And he gives up five. Yep. A, a, a game after he got pulled for giving up 3 in the first and in that game none of us were were bagging on him. We were like, "Look, dude, you can't do shit about those goals." Yeah. Yep. But do you look at the 5 that go in tonight and you're like, "Yeah, there's a lot that could have been done differently on those." Do you do you love
0: JG JT Comper, Comper throwing the puck away giving yeah. the puck
2: away and essentially creating a 2 on zero four 4 feet in front of you? Yeah. No. But that puck also goes through directly his body directly through him. Directly like, through him. Like night crawlers through him. <laughs> and you're just like, "Dude, like what?" What the fuck? <laughs> this is this was the problem. That that everyone like, yeah, you love that stretch that Kemper had. Oh, yep. look at the four games, look at the five games. Great. He's had a couple of those stretches. Now he's thrown two starts in a row that haven't been good. Yeah. It's And his team his team has bailed him out with incredible goal support. Yep. Like I- his record is the only thing that people can look at and be like, yeah, but look, he's winning games and it's like Yeah, he's getting the best goal support on planet Earth. You don't pay a goalie to have an 850
0: save percentage. You just don't. Especially against the teams that he's doing this against. These are playoff caliber teams that he's doing it against. That's very concerning. A little bit different if you're going in, you're playing, you know, somebody that might not be up to the abs par. Everyone kind of relaxes. You have a bad night. It's one of those fluke nights. But when you're playing. Like the five he gave up against Ottawa? Yeah, yeah. Perfect example, but like the Leafs, yeah, the Preds that are in first place right now in yeah. Central, you want that guy to be up for those games and be on his A game, yeah, and it's not happening right now, it's just not happening,
3: yeah. It's you pay a goalie to be good when you need him to be good, right? Yeah. That's the whole thing, is yes, abs have massive defensive problems,
2: yes, they need to be fixed. Huh. There's zero doubt about that, massive them. defensive problems. They, they, there were some serious issues, but. Uh, I mean, you, you look tr- at right. you look at you look at the goals that beat Darcy Kemper, and you look at the goals that beat UC Soros. and right, Soros, Soros You're looking at especially the McKinnon and, and, McCart- and the McCardles. Those are all world
3: like, fucking plays. You're like, yeah.
2: what the hell is happening here? <laughs> yeah, you know, like okay. And then the the even the first goal is like, was yeah. a guy totally alone in front of the net? Yep, yep. on a rebound, like uh, on a puck that gets out to by himself. Yep, and you're looking at. Three of those and you're just like, what the fuck is this? Like UC Sarah's like, Come on, man. Like, this sucks. Yeah. You look at what 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 gets through Darcy Kemper, and I'm not gonna say all five of those goals, you're like, Wow, those are bad. But you watch them and you're like, there's a difference here. Like yep. the first goal he doesn't even react to. Yeah. And that was you would have thought that him getting that weird post a minute in would have immediately woken yeah, him help up and got him, help him like go, okay okay let's hey you yeah. you need to get into this and then t- just twenty seconds later a puck just dribbles by his foot and he's like yep oh damn okay. <laughs> oh damn <laughs> and you're like,
3: what he got a he got a solid piece of that one too but not enough right well and
2: it just he just didn't play well enough he yep. didn't play well enough and that's with the credit of hey there were some great saves along the way yeah. you you give up five goals bro it, and how many of them how many of them were like highlight real goals like the the du goal comes off a huge rebound well it's at the end the the, the game winning goal yeah, the overtime goal yeah. if the thing is
3: like if he's one save better in regulation this game looks completely different right yeah if this game was 2-2 halfway through the second period roughly And then they they get that third goal. Yes, it's a terrible turnover by Comfer, but if Kempfer makes the stop there, who knows where this game goes in the third period relative to how it ended up going. And it's... If you're going to give him credit for the quality saves that he makes, which he made a couple in this game, you have to knock him for the ones that he didn't, too. Yeah. It, It has to be balanced, right? So, All right. We're brought to you all by Breckenridge Brewery. Get over there at the Breck uh, farmhouse. It's an amazing experience, by the way. If you haven't gone to the farmhouse, go to us to have a beer and hang out because the place is dope. You got to check it out. If you're not making it there, you can go to your local liquor store, get eight different beers on tap at the DNBR bar. Either way, they got you covered. Use the Breck beer locator online to find a liquor store near you to check all of that out. Uh, You can also check out Strava Craft Coffee, the CBD-infused coffee that you can have for your mornings to be your coffee, be your your Advil or whatever pain suppressant you want it to be. CBD helps with migraines, joint pain, IBS, a bunch of other stuff, too. You can get 25% off with Strava online when you use code DNVR25 on their website, so be sure to jump on that opportunity. Go check that out. If you love us ranting and raving about refs making objectively wrong calls, (laughs) maybe sign up for a membership to thednvr.com. If you get the annual membership, you get access to all of our Behind the Paywall content. Of course, you get access to the DNVR Lounge, Big Beers at the Bar. You can also get yourself a free shirt, which, Loch Ness Monster, it's out there. Go jump on it right now, the new hotness. I
0: think I've got one on. Look at that. Look at that beauty
2: over there on Blaze. Uh, I don't know who Scott Dusset is, uh, but he just tried to message us on fa- on Facebook and called me a clown and said we don't know what we're talking about. So okay, uh, you're free to DM me on Twitter at any time and we can chat it out, my man. We're all our DMs are open. Yeah. all of us. Like like feel free. We're the uh, the we don't really we don't really use Facebook a whole lot anymore. So uh, you it's know, true. come and come in come in. We'll we'll have a chat uh, on a platform we actually actively use and then we can talk about it. Um, Otherwise, you know, go fuck yourself.
3: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast. Jesse just got done talking with the players and the coach. Yeah, man, not happy. I can't imagine. Not a happy group. (laughs)
1: Kel McCarr said that's the most frustrated their group has been all year is right now in the locker room. Uh, Jared Bednar said he was offered no explanation uh, from the officials. Because there is none. (laughs) And... uh, I mean, you know, Jared Bednar said a lot of good things. We got to get off to a better start, you know, you know, so on and so forth. Didn't love the PK, things like that. Um, but he also, at the same time, said we don't want to lose on, on a game like that. We don't. We don't look at was it the second half of a back to back? Was it this? Was it that? Did we have our guys? We look at it as did we win or did we lose? And tonight they lost on a call that was completely out of their control. They yeah. by every video angle you got Dan Rosen. From NHL Network on Twitter right now trying to say that, we, that he's sure the right call was made because we're limited by camera work. No, limited I mean, there's, by camera work. There, there's, there's, okay. there's 50 cameras in the arena. You can see the full sheet of it's ice. Just it's wrong. It's, it, yeah. it's a wrong call, and I don't know if this point was brought up, but this was something that I was going to say Go off. earlier, and, and <laughs> we wanted to wait. But like this is why NHL officials need to be made available for media. I'm not saying it's going to make anything better. It's not obviously going to undo the call, but whoever that official was, that and I just watched it again. His arm is up before the third abs. The abs actually didn't have enough men on the ice when he made the call, and and that guy needs to have to get up and say, "I made the wrong call. It's unfortunate that a call like that affects the outcome of the game. Uh, we have to be better going forward. We'll we'll look at it with the the other officials and." And, and work to make sure that this doesn't happen again. But but it was an incorrect call. That's something that – I mean, this is a division divisional game between two teams where Jared Bednar made the point just now. That point could mean a lot. Yeah. Whoever got it, that point could mean a lot. And it was just – maybe Nashville still ends up winning that game. You never know. But that's the problem is now we'll never know. They got the cheapy call and they got to well, it's, steal the win. I mean, it's so easy to look back. If the Avs missed the President's Trophy by a point,
3: every well, single well, person is going to look at this game and go,
1: Huh. Well, anything. Anything now relative to Nashville coming into the season. It was like St. Louis a couple years ago in the season with Game 82, where you could trace that all the way back and say, if the refs would have gotten the spin Andrew Ghetto offside yeah. call right, well, then... The abs would have secured – they wouldn't even need a game 82. This could be something similar, talking about positioning, talking about winning a division, winning a conference. I mean, that that call could have major repercussions, and, and I, I like Bednar's approach of, you know, we're looking at it, did we win the game, did we not, not all the feel-goods and stuff in between the comeback, um, and, and it just makes it really frustrating, and I, and it's tough that – you hear a lot of talk about video review and how it impacts the game and, well, you want to make sure that you get the calls right. You don't want a game ending on something that should or should not have counted. And and in these types of situations, and I don't know how you necessarily police this over an entire game, but in an overtime against two teams that have as much at stake as you can have for game 33 of the season, um, the refs need to be able to get together. Someone you, you needs to be able to interject and say, on a call that's black and white, I've always thought this, high-sticking, delay of game, and, and now I never thought it would come to this, but too many men. Those are black and white, objective calls. You yeah, did you, high stick, or you didn't. You had too you many men, or you didn't
2: make one right, up. Right, right. right.
1: <laughs> it's not like tripping. You, you know, you see calls all the time where it's like that's soft, but it can be interpreted in a certain way. Those are three calls where they cannot be interpreted. Yep. You have instituted a rule that you can review a five-minute major penalty to make sure that it is worthy of it on those penalties that are. It is or it isn't. There's no room for interpretation. You how, need to have someone looking at that.
0: How fast uh, well, is the video? For, review for the on
1: record,
2: uh, people have sent me a screenshot of the first one. Six abs are like clearly in the zone. In the first one, yeah, 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 yeah. fine. yeah, totally, totally a penalty. No, no. The buzz. one in overtime it, is still objectively I have, wrong. I have though. no issues with yeah. that. Well, we were, we, I just, we were talking sure, about it, sure, sure. And I have a bunch of DMs from people who are like, "Check it out," and I'm like, "Oh shit, that's very clear." <laughs> fine. Got it. Yeah. No issues. Yeah. Great. They, they, they were able to count to six. But not on, to three. Yeah. yeah. But not to three. I, <laughs> hey, you know what? Yeah. We all have days, right? <laughs>
0: I like, guess. Jesse. Like that's you're... big.
2: That's a big Monday energy yeah. right there. Oh. Not oh. being
0: able to count to three. Tell me about it. With those black and white calls. Yeah. I mean, video review on that is so quick. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, you, it, should, it it just, seconds, seconds. you just fire it, like it up challenge. and you watch well, yeah. it really, qu- and you're like, okay, it's like the
2: kicking, the 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 tapes kick. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah that, was like, a, that was a thirty second it, review. You checked it. It happened so quickly that they didn't even talk about it being reviewed. Well, Why when, not just
3: have an off ice judge who's looking that's that's at what, those things? That's what I was yeah. just about and, to say. And literally before the next puck drop, that off ice judge is going, "That's that's not a penalty, guys. Hang on, hang on."
1: To to that point, I mean, you could even doesn't even have to be someone that's in arena. You could have someone in Toronto. Yeah, the dude's in the war room. Hey, yeah. there's a penalty. Just cue it. Or, or, there's a penalty that meets the criteria: high sticking, puck over glass, too many men. They look at it. If it if it looks like ooh, maybe he didn't get him with the high stick. Then that's when you sound the horn in the arena. You call the officials over and you go through it that way. But otherwise, that that should have been something that whether it was an official on the ice or off the ice that should have been stopped and at least discussed the fact that it was nope i called it it that is what it is he didn't even you know huddle up with refs or anything um uh, that that's just really frustrating and the fact that that ref just gets to sit there and be like ah oopsie poopsie and just go about his day <laughs> like that that's just that's it's really unfortunate that he doesn't at least have to sit up there and, like, I should have been able to jump straight from abs availability to officials availability. Yep. What, what did you see? Because, again, again, I'm assuming he's – which even if he was counting the other official, the other official had two hands on the abs bench. <laughs> like, even he is within that, like, grace track or, you know, grace yeah. period, like, runway. It's not like the puck is over there. Right. <laughs> I, I, I just yeah. – I'm really struggling to see where he got confused. And more than anything else, I, refs are human. They're allowed to make mistakes. Yep. What did you see right. that, that give, led you to believe? Give the ass me something many men? to
3: give you the benefit right. of the doubt. Right.
1: Like <laughs> you know, I, I I caught this person. I didn't realize that this guy had already gotten off. Da 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 da. da. Wow, that's well, unfortunate. But you see how he makes a mistake
3: I, I, again. Beyond the refs, the biggest problem I have with the call is even if. He truly believed there were four abs out there. There were four preds out there too. Like, right, right. It, it Preds arguably further from the bench than the abs were. So I don't and, understand.
1: And I get the comment of moving on, but it's the story of tonight's game.
2: Yeah, yeah like tomorrow we'll wake up, the sun will and be up, and it'll be they over. Yeah, three of tomorrow. We'll be talking points. about and a Vander Kane
1: in Edmonton.
3: They tomorrow.
2: have thirty-five <laughs> of their of the last forty-six possible points. I'm um, yeah. 30, thirty It's thirty-eight. 30 now, thirty-eight. Now, right? Yeah, yeah. Thirty-eight of a forty of forty-six possible points like you're on they're still on fire it's fine like this it sucks that it ended this way but like you're that's the story for tonight that's yep. the story like, for tonight absolutely every it, all the all the poor hockey all the poor decisions they erased all that they climbed back they had me. earned they had earned the right to decide the game in the last two minutes of an overtime yep and they got even they got it taken away from them and even strength for something that that didn't happen yep right it, and that's sorry like that's the story. And so, and
1: you, as much as you you know Bednar said, you don't like the start, we need to get off to totally. two better starts. It,
2: absolutely, All of that's
1: true but that at the same time there is still they they came back again. They hung four on UC Sorrow. So now you've hung five plus on John Gibson. Uh, Connor Hellebuck, Jack Campbell. Jack Campbell, and you hung four on UC Soros. There is still, despite them not playing great, there was a lot of positive to take out of this game, and, and you just feel like all of it immediately goes away. Because the way the game ended just
2: sucks. But, yeah, like you just you just feel cheated about right, it. Right, right. Like it, it was it was the the same thing as we had to deal with at the end of the F one season. Yep. It was a it was a great season. It was a great. Where you race wanted the two
3: best racers to duke it out, and instead you had the you officials had a, interfere.
2: With yeah, the the officials made up a made up a rule and and gave one team a clear advantage. That team took advantage of it and won. Yep. And you know, okay, like. That's not their fault, the yeah, right. Preds, and, and the, the Preds, Preds, did, Preds didn't do uh, the anything The Preds wrong. got a W tonight, and they deserve to celebrate it. But yeah. and I'm t- and I'm telling you, nobody in that locker room feels good. They feel relief, but they don't feel good. Yep. You're barely in first place. The team that's chasing you has four games in hand. Yeah, is three points you, behind you. Is, yeah. As far as I, as far as I know, the two abs are points. the the are done. They lost a point three. tonight. Okay, yeah, it's yeah. yeah. The abs are the abs are done in Nashville this year. They don't yep. have to go back, right? The, yeah, I think both of the
3: last two are at home. Yeah. yeah. So
2: the next time, the next time that you see them in a head to head is is in Denver, and then after that, it's a postseason. Like you can't. Nashville doesn't want anything to do with the Colorado Avalanche anymore this year. They don't want yeah. that. There's going to come a time the Abs are going to pass them in the standings, and that'll probably be that—the last time they see each other in yeah. the standings. <laughs> yeah, and, and I, but but like they don't they didn't do anything wrong. They got their dub. They get to feel good for a night. Yep, I guess.
1: All right. Well, they get they get to they get to stay in first, but I, I just it, it's. It tells you everything you need to know about this game. The fact that Kael McCarr said this is the most frustrated they've been all season. And everything AJ read off two minutes ago is still true. They're playing some of the best hockey we've ever seen them play. And this team... Feel, feels cheated, the, the, cheated the, the, tonight. The, well,
2: and the team is genuinely really good. And yep. now, right. now the attention shifts to they've got two days off. They have two games at Arizona. You you really need to come yeah. away with four you, points you there. Yeah. You should there's show up really, and dunk on no, that There's team. really no excuse for not yeah. walking out with four points, yep. especially if their COVID issues continue. Yeah. Um. And now now the, the conversation shifts to, will Landis test out a protocol in time for that series? What's going on with Bowen Byram?
1: Yep. Uh, Jerry Bernard did say he does not have a timeline on Bowen Byram. Um, he, he was asked, is it health-related or is it just personal? And he said, all I've been told is that it's for personal reasons and we're going to respect that, but I don't have a timeline on it.
3: Okay. We'll leave it there on that one. I, I do yeah. want to talk no about... No need to speculate on yeah, it. Yeah. On that type of stuff, you just let it be. Uh, let's talk about a positive tonight. Chat, can you give me one word each to describe Kale McCarr? Because... Uh, and I quote, as he's scoring that goal, I say, he's so fucking good. <laughs> and then that's before he shoots. And then he just snipes one
1: past UC Soros. Wait, so you asked Chad, are we not supposed to say
0: anything? No,
3: no, no. You guys you guys get more than one word. Oh. Chad only gets one word each. it's uh, a on- lot of God
2: answers. <laughs> 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 Go ahead, Jesse. Honestly,
1: bro, th- and this is just, like, I, I, like, I, I don't know, like, the goal's amazing, but the way the game ended, it's just like, who gives a fuck? <laughs> that's, like, honestly, that's... that's I, nihilistic. That's honestly I how
2: it use, feels. <laughs> I would use... Uh, the word that I think comes to mind is unicorn. Unicorn. Yeah. I like yeah, it. There's yep. one. There's exactly one of Kilmatar. Yep. True. There isn't, a com- there isn't a comparable out there. There isn't a... Oh, he's like this guy, because... Coming into the league, we were like, "Oh, it could be like Eric Carlson because Eric Carlson was the epitome of offensive defenseman." Yeah, Eric Carlson wishes he was Kale McCarr at this point. No True. Nobody has the shooting ability in the league that Kale McCarr does. Agreed. Uh, the, the, uh, the no defenseman. S- yeah. No. Yes. Nobody. <laughs> nobody. There's
1: nobody that can shoot the puck from the different body positions that he gets pucks. on. Find it. Find it. <laughs> Find it. I'm being that serious. That the way he he can move laterally and shoot the puck back the other direction with his feet like this, no, nobody can shoot the puck the way he can, given the way he, he moves laterally. I'm not saying, he you know, Andre Burakovsky has an elite shot if they're both just standing there loading him up, but his ability to get pucks off, that that's why he's such an effective goal scorer this year. He's getting pucks on net that, that goalies, they're not expecting him to shoot in that position. Let uh, alone
3: go top corner. Right, right, right. right, right. Like, the one that he had against Toronto
1: a couple nights ago. It's like, find me another player in the league. That does that with the same regularity that Kale McCarr does. Where, I mean, he's he's drifting from, from his left to his right. He's cutting. He's picking up speed. And he still finds ways to throw those pucks across momentum. It's, there, yeah, there, there's no player in the league that has that ability on the same consistency as he
0: does. His skating and edge work is, he's... Phenomenal. It, he's genu- genuinely just different. Like I was telling Rudo earlier, my my kid plays defense. Yeah, and I love was, this. Story. He's doing C cuts during the game, and I'm like, "Has the coach been telling you to do that?" And He's like, "No." Yeah. And I was like, "Well, why are you doing that?" He's like, "Well, because Kyle McCarr does it, so I'm yeah. going to do it." And I was like, "Okay, I'm not mad at that. Like, yeah. <laughs> if you're going to copy like one of the <laughs> best skating defensemen, sure, do. It's that. Probably <laughs> good to copy him."
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's uh. And uh, one of our DNVR Nuggets uh, colleagues was asking us, like, oh, well, why wouldn't that guy just, like, eventually play forward? He's a very good defenseman as well. He's responsible in his own end. Plays I, angles right. He can stick with people. Obviously, skating's not an issue. Everything he, he does works well. so right. much better as right. a say like, He moves I mean, the puck like... up ice. It, it's just he does so many things well on both ends of the he, ice that it, it's it's hard to I sit mean, there and like Jared Bednar said a couple weeks ago, how, if you moved him to wing, how long would it take him to be an elite winger? And he said, two games? <laughs> he's just that good at everything. And, and
3: he is truly that good, but you look at his strengths, look at his shimmy move on the def- on the blue line. How often do you get to do that as a forward? Whereas McCarr does that literally every game as a defenseman. He just... Oh, he's way more valuable as he Oh, is. yeah. Definitely. Yeah. There's I don't think there's any doubt about that.
1: Well, and again, it's not like he... Really struggles in his own end, and it's you live with it because of the offensive no, output. No, that is not the story. He, at he's all. a legitimate, like, top pairing defenseman. I mean, he's a, I mean, he, is he the best defenseman in the NHL right now today? Oh, yes. Well,
2: if you were building a team to win a Stanley Cup this year, which defenseman would you pick ahead of him?
1: I think Victor Hedman, Victor Hedman's the only one that's even in the conversation. 3 years ago, I'd have picked Victor Hedman. A year ago,
3: right I now, picked Victor I would not pick Victor and Hedman.
2: And that, was, Hedman, a qu- that was the question I was the, asking. <laughs> coming off the down year, right. I would have picked a Victor Hedman at the start of last year. Right. Well, Today? And, no.
1: I and I I think I agree with you, but I think that and and that says something for Cale McCard that I think the only person you can even put in that realm is a two-time Stanley Cup champion, Norris Trophy winner. Did he win the Conn Smythe 2 years ago? Um
2: I don't, I don't remember. If, uh, I can't remember if he won he it on really, the first. I know one. he was really good. Yeah, in so both, I mean like both
3: runs he was yeah. like Yeah. He's the right, only freak. other like and close to point per game defenseman
2: in the playoffs beyond McCarr, Yeah. but yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I guess there's a there's a great huh,
2: Devon Taves is another uh, well, one that's maybe I in was that was conversation. Gonna, I was going to say Devon Taves would be in my personal top 5 in that yeah, conversation. Oh, absolutely. I think but I'm probably taking, the top I'm 5. I'm still taking Kyle McCarr first. Yeah. Because of the game changing things that that he does that Fucking love Devontaeves, but if you take Kale McCarr away from Devontaeves, Devontaeves is still great. You made a great point but about plus minus during
3: this game. He's not all world, perhaps.
2: Yeah, I mean, he just doesn't offensively. There's a difference between the two. Yep. I think Devontaeves is a better defender. I think he's a smarter player. I think that physically, he's not nearly as gifted, and he's just absolutely maxed out uh, in all of his abilities because he's making the most of all of it. And with McCarr, I don't know that a Thank ceiling you. exists. Like I, I genuinely believe yeah. that one day we will see a going Ka- full Mean Girls we'll over see, here. The we'll limit s- does not exist. We'll see a Kael McCarr 100 point season. You I'm, know, like, I'm here.
3: I'm here for it I, with I, I 40 just, goals. I
2: think that's where we. I just think but, that's like that's the kind of talent that we're sitting here looking at right now. Is that this is a this is a guy that isn't in the league uh, anywhere else in the league. No, no disrespect to Adam Fox, of course. There's always two Rangers fans who watch our show and document every <laughs> single is, time that we talk about Cale you know, McCarr.
3: An interesting point here. We
2: were talking about this during
3: the game, Ben, as, as Jesse mentioned, the plus minus of Devontae's came up. You know who else was the plus minus leader in the NHL with Cale McCarr? It was Ryan Graves, his lasty partner. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, but then you put an actually great defenseman in Devontae's next no, well, to Well, and Kale it's McCarr. that much better. And then you just watch, like, they just mold together, and you're yeah, like, right. Because we we talked about like oh Byram and McCarr together are going to be insane someday, and you're just like, well, doesn't need to be today, right? Devon Taves is there, and well, that they pairing and each
0: other, right? And
2: that that pairing, is there another pairing that you could think of right now? That's the best in pairing the NHL. In the, NHL that's the best pairing that in the you NHL. would that, that you would take over Taves no, and McCarr. No, no, not even. I don't think there's one particularly close. Well, cause like Adam Fox's partner. It's Truba, Libor Hayek? No, it depends on the night. Yeah. Libor Hayek wouldn't make the abs, yeah. let alone be <laughs> Kiel McCarr's fucking partner. Right,
3: well, and, and it's—I mean—that's the same story everywhere. Even Headman, like, who are you? Who are you putting with Hedman?
2: Sergeyev?
1: It's not going to live. Who is it up. that plays with Headman right now?
2: Uh, I don't. I genuinely—I've watched two one Tampa Bay game this year, but, and it was but, against but- Colorado
1: but no I, I mean I was thinking I about I was thinking yeah. about this just a couple days ago that 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 is the best pairing in the NHL to me I think it's comical that a lot of the national Canadian writers had Devon Taves on the fringes of the Olympic roster as in oh we don't know if he'd make it and to me like he should be a lock right yeah. right I I, I I really struggle to find he's literally six Canadian defensemen that are Playing better hockey than Devon. He's Page the most right
3: now. productive defenseman in the NHL right now. Like, yes, he has a limited number of games,
1: but yeah. <laughs> the I mean, be, but, the but I mean, you're not game. getting to that limited anymore. I mean, he's into the 20s. Like, yep. it's a quarter lim- of a season. It, right.
2: It's limited, but it's not. It's limited relative to his peers this right, year. But right. 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 <laughs> he's still on pace to play like 60 plus games. Where it's like, oh, if he plays 60 games and he has 75 points, what are you gonna whine uh, about? <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Calfoot, so. Eric Cernak. All yeah, right. well, and that McDonough, McDonough, and
2: McDonough, and Cernak uh, in the postseason last year was fucking nasty. I'd still take McCartaves over at any day of the week. They're just different, like, De- Definitely. Like you want Devon Taves and McCart at the top, and then you want McDonough and Turek below, and then like, you yeah. never mm-hmm. lose a hockey like game again. Swallowing, yeah. like that's your that's your like nasty D pairing. Your top that's, pair has two points every night. Your
3: bottom, your second pair, it gives up nothing ever. So that's the that's the pairing
2: that you would say Colorado is missing. The really big, the physical. It's what they want the, EJ the and JJ to be, to be,
3: but it's not.
2: Man. Yeah, and it's it's what they want. Bo Byram and Drew Ellis. Yeah, true. In like three months. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to go to AJ on this one because as I'm sure both of us can confirm, you can just eat sexy pizza that's like three oh. days old and it's still absolutely delicious. It was Air solid. fryer. I don't even air fry <laughs> it. It's just like genuinely we just had sexy pizza sitting up here left over just uh, off yeah. offset over there. And I was like, I'll eat this. Yeah. It's still good. Still delicious. Go get it fresh, and it's unbelievably good. Have some, some warm, fresh, sexy pizza. You got to check it out. So get over there. Highly recommended the, the New York-style pizza, as they say.
2: I don't, what? His skates aren't even on the ice when his arm goes up. It's crazy. Yeah. That's, the That's other, crazy. Like, even, if, even if you were to be like, well, and you freeze frame it, and you have his skates are on the ice, and you have Kadri still getting off the ice, the hand had already come up. Already up. up. Yep. He'd already decided to call a penalty before there was anything uh, to call. His yep. his arm so is right either, again. He either mistook the official or he he can't he count. Yep. That's of the two. those are literally the only two realistic options that problem. I will entertain.
3: The, I mean, if you're not right. entertaining one of those those two options, you're entertaining conspiracy exactly. theory you're, level you're, shit. Yeah. You're getting into he took a payment, right? That dude yeah. just got Venmoed 10k saying, or something.
2: Like, <laughs> even
1: if he did, even if he did mistake that ref, we're watching it right here. The ref had actually not only is his hands on the board, his feet are—he's actually yeah, sitting he's on in. top of yeah. the boards. Yeah, I, I, just, I know. I I'm, I know. I, I don't get where he made the mistake. It, it's it's really unfortunate. I go back to my last point. Or my first point that I, I don't get why they don't have to yeah.
2: answer you, for this. You, you, you. Well, you were gone. I made this. Okay, well, okay, okay. Very yeah. said, I figured you did. Look, yeah.
3: just in case the ref didn't get paid enough tonight, there are job opportunities at the Ball Corporation. My man,
2: getting us back on track. <laughs> or
3: you know, look, maybe he'll be looking for a job after tonight. Also a viable option. Uh, Ball Corporation. You have product technicians getting twenty seven dollars and thirty nine cents. Jump on it. It's on-the-line work, but opportunities for raises at 6, 12, and 18 months. And then you also have opportunities to move up to higher positions in the company. Ball is great. They give you benefits, PTO, insurance, paid time off. I already said that. It's fine. Bunch of great stuff. Go check out Ball. Go to jobs.ball.com to get your application. Search for Golden or text Golden to 77222 to find your opportunity with the Ball Corporation. Excuse me. Okay. Okay. Apparently, Roberto Luongo is in the suite next to Kodak Black. Oh, my God. Well, I I know we have a super chat about that. So let's get to like. Oh, yeah. 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 All right. King of the game. uh, We already talked about him. Uh, Kale McCarr is not human, he's an actual alien being.
1: Is he the best player on this team right now? Or is he officially the best player on the team? It's, it's,
3: it, does it's, he have the highest ceiling on this team right now? Yes. Not quite consistent enough, I think, because part of what Mac does is He hasn't been scoring this year, and it just doesn't matter because he gets two assists every night, right? Yeah. Like,
1: yeah, I mean, I mean, um, that's I definitely Mac's hallmark: is that he the, does he it produces every yep. night. I, I
2: don't, I don't think you can. Like, a rising tide raises all boats, right? Like, for sure. They make each other, like, the presence of each other makes life easier for both. them. Both are great, yeah. And they benefit so much from each other that trying to separate their success and be like, is this guy better or is this guy better? It's like, the answer is yes. It just
1: feels like the 99-point season for Mac. Like, that's what it feels like we're going through with Kale McCarr right now, where every couple nights, not only does he put points on the board, but it's... He does pull things you out of your seat. like, oh my God, yeah. You know, plays and moves, passes. I mean, in, in what, seven days? When was the <laughs> Chicago game?
3: It was about a like week Like, in the ago, last seven yeah.
1: days, that dude's got like four Sports Center top 10 yeah. type plays. Yeah. And it's just like, holy shit. Every time you think that, like, wow, that that's unbelievable play. He's, you know, it's really fun to and see when and he does of. something else. And then he does <laughs> something else. And, and you just, you, you do eventually Punt. start.
2: He has a game like last night where he doesn't play great, kind of disappears a little bit. He he has an impact on the game tying goal, but doesn't play great. And then a game tonight where you're just like, "Yep, he was feeling it." He ends up at three points, and you're just and and the insane game tying goal, and you're just like, (laughs) "Well." And and what's
1: what's just going to add and build to it, build on it for him is that he he's playing penalty kill now. Whatever this revamp penalty kill is, he's getting more defensive responsibilities. He's maybe not, still not the you know roll out there and shut down time and go eat pucks I mean, guy, but I don't think you want him to I, be either. Who who
3: isn't playing penalty kill after tonight? I mean, yeah. They tried just about everybody I, on that. You thing. know,
2: people are like, oh, you guys got to talk about this and how do you fix it? And I'm genuinely here. I'm just sitting here like, so Bednar. Don't I don't know. Bednar anymore. said
1: that they were making I, yesterday after morning skate. Him and Nolan Pratt seriously spent about 15 minutes on the ice talking pretty animated. With each other about the penalty kill. They got the, your kind of core group of penalty killers together, had an extended conversation with them. He said that major changes were coming both systematically and from a personnel standpoint.
2: You've seen a big major change structurally in the and last two games. It just doesn't matter. He
1: said after the game yesterday, he said, We are expecting growing pains because it is a departure from what we have done big time.
2: But we think it'll ultimately get us where we need to be. <laughs> we are expecting growing pains, which means that percentage will continue yeah. to grow <laughs> yeah. until it goes back up to right, right about right. 80. And we're at, like, 15th in the league, and we feel sexy. And
1: and I asked him about it just now, and it was maybe the shortest answer I've ever gotten from Jared Bednar. He said there's some good and some bad. Still a work in progress.
2: Yeah, and, like, it sucks that the game ends on, on where how it does because yeah. that fat puck coming out to do shame like that, like... I don't think anybody does anything wrong. Yep, yep. I don't. I don't have anything against Kemper on that. I don't have anything against shop blocking. You're stuck in a four on three. You're in situation. a four on three yeah. where if you're in a five on four, that never. Yep. Well, well, and that
1: puck, there's a guy there. Yep. That puck hits him a little bit more flush, and it's going right back out the other way to center yeah, like, ice.
2: It was just.
1: But just the way and, it hits his shin like, pad.
2: Uh, That's gonna be gross. But <laughs> oh, like gosh. a great finish from Duchesne. Like he bombs that <laughs> thing away. Right. And he beat just beats Kemper with it, and it's. I don't have any. I don't have any issues with Kemper on that. I don't have nope. any issues with that goal. Mm. It just. The whole problem was how they got there. They were right? on yeah. the goddamn PK <laughs> yeah. when they right. didn't. They shouldn't. They should not have been. Well, and
1: and it sucks because you were. There were things. That you, if they would have come out with a win in that game, we
2: talked about character. This being oh, yeah. a character I game mean, before. You've got you know. So you, they win tonight. They have that's six in a row. And then you look at their schedule. Okay, they get. Yeah. Arizona, 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 they get Minnesota at home in an afternoon game, which are always weird. Yep. Yep. You just never really know. That's that's totally just, that's coin flippy as shit, right? And then you go to California to take on a couple of teams which you haven't struggled a whole lot with the last couple of years. Wow. And you've beaten Anaheim twice already this season. So you've already beat down the good version of the Ducks. And you start ta- you start looking at it and you're like, and even now with the OT loss, it like if they can get through Minnesota, you start looking into their schedule and you're like they could get to the All-Star break. Well, and and, and it's but, still a big
1: character point and and the where I was going with that was what sucks is that you were this close. If you win that game in overtime, you are this close to ending on an unbelievably high note, a huge penalty kill at the end of regulation. <sighs> Yep, which was really good. They kept denying the
2: puck, and they were sending it down. They gave right. up zero shots on goal and go into the PK, or go into overtime with like seven seconds left on the PK. Right. And y- win the faceoff, clear the puck, nothing happened. <laughs> and you're sitting there, and it's like, damn, if they can go win the game after
1: that, then you get to end the game on such a high note yeah. in an area that you've struggled And you completed another comeback, and you would have hung five straight or five goals on another Vesna finalist caliber goalie. You
2: would be one point behind Nashville at that point, right?
1: And you're with four games in hand, and you are just just feeling amazing. And and what sucks is that had that game just ended in overtime with Nashville scoring a goal and you lose anyways, you feel really good about getting a point in that situation. Yeah, but because of the way it ends, you just feel like
2: we should have we should have had a better outcome. And you know. I kind of like that they have to sit with it for two I, days. I don't hate it either because because I and I already feel a little bad for Arizona. I was just about and they're about to say, They're about to get, yeah. go. gonna have to get beat down like, uh, on Friday like, night. Like, I like. think that there's an outside chance that this is like <laughs> ten to nothing. Like I, I, you're, I, I, I don't. I, if I'm DraftKings, I don't allow yeah. people to bet on the over in Certainly that game. Certainly
3: not the AVS individual over.
2: I <laughs>
1: wish I wish they were playing Arizona Thursday instead of Friday the two days off is too many well not not I I still I agree with you I there's part of me that likes that they have to kind of like think about it for it. two days but there's another a part of it that I honestly think that if you offer them like hey you could go play the coyotes right In now
3: 30 minutes they'd be like we're doing it oh
2: yeah dude bring like, them out yeah, like get, bring the coyotes to Nashville yeah, yeah, and just yeah. send them back out yeah <laughs> And they just tear them apart. Yeah, and it's 11-1 like, and three coyotes get injured. Yeah, it's like don't want to dunk on the coyotes too much here. I don't think it matters. I, I like, think the abs are the abs have the possibility of doing plenty of that this week. And right, look like this is obviously a little bit of hubris, but I mean. Right. I will tell you that that Coyotes team is the worst NHL team that I think I've ever Maybe watched in ever. my life. Maybe ever. I still think
1: it's the COVID-shortened season so Detroit bad. Red Wings had a fucking chance to be that. This, that I, mean, I think like, they were going to be like a
2: 40, 41-point yeah, like points, team. Points-wise, for sure. But I think that this Coyotes team is actually,
0: well, and, from, a, and a a truly, yeah.
2: to its core, process-wise, <laughs> legitimately the worst NHL team Well, I've we ever made the
1: comment in the pregame about like their goalies, and it's like, you don't even really count them as the Coyotes' goalies because they're more yeah. just like guys that they have there, that are NHL caliber to some extent. Dude, they're lambs the the slaughter, right? They're lambs. The right. So that—that's. I feel like what the whole roster is it's just like, nah, eh, just get us through. All right. We have we have a billion super chats yeah. to get
3: to. Oh yeah. Let's so do these. let's hit those. Holy lord. Uh, <laughs> Josh with five dollars. Thank you very much. Making a sky judge or have them do media would something. A league might have to admit they make mistakes not having Look, we they've already yeah. they've already apologized Would to the abs once the in the past five years. Me and the league. Yeah. Well, well and l-
1: they've done it multiple times. The league has come out and said we got the call wrong. And I honestly and It doesn't I, do any good. It, well but it doesn't do any really good, but I, I appreciate
2: that more than everyone just being able to that they say Is that is that is that kind of like after an ex cheats on you and then two years later calls you up and goes Yo, my bad about that. <laughs> well, it's we not, were like, "Look, we've all moved on," but it, I appreciate it, the acknowledgement. It, it, would, it would be like
1: if they, if you had an ex that you, you had good evidence they were cheating on you, but they said that no, they didn't, and then two years later they were like, "Yeah, I did." Like, I'm sorry, that wasn't good. Then I it's like, that that's shit. fine. I just wanted, I wanted to hear it come out of your dirty little mouth. You know what I mean? It's the same. It's the same thing with the NHL. Like. Wow. I know, I know you messed up. I just want to make sure that you know you messed up. <laughs> wow. mm. All
3: right. And
2: and there's something about that get, phrase. <laughs> go to
1: the next one
3: before we dig this hole any deeper.
2: <laughs> uh,
3: Tommy, with five dollars, thank you very much. When did the dump and chase interference calls go away?
2: Eh. They, they still, Kadri they got still called happen.
3: for one two nights ago. Yeah, they, I yeah. mean, they
2: still they still exist. Yeah. It's, just, it's a game-to-game thing. Yeah, I mean, it's right, uh, right. it's not something you see a ton of because they don't want to call that. But if a guy does something I truly egregious... I mean, there, was, there man, was a
0: few tonight where it was you like... You could have had to... You could have called those. Yeah, I, my, biggest, my
2: biggest annoyance was that Kadri shit from yeah. Cousins at yeah. oh. yeah. I hated that. I was like, the puck is gone, man, and you just need that dude. Like, you... Nick, like Nick Cousins, is a rat piece of shit, right? So, like, there's no, there's no worry here that that was in any way unintentional. Oh, for sure, it was very on brand. But it, and it's it against just,
0: Cadre, so you know you're it, you're probably well, gonna get away with it.
2: And it was just like it, it was like this sucks. Yeah. All right. So next. and the whistle was blown. The whistle was blown. Uh. That's, from
3: Eddie, thank you. Kemper did have a great game against the Jets less than a week ago. That really counted for a lot
2: tonight. I bet he thought the same thing. Man, remember that game I played against the Jets a week ago? (laughs) I ruled that game. I didn't have an issue with Kemper tonight, to be honest. I'm not surprised. (laughs) That's very on brand. There we go. I mean, Uh, Jared Bednar didn't either, so...
3: Stop the pod. There's too many men on the show. All right, let's see. One, (laughs) two, four... Five. <laughs> uh, it's too many, I guess. <laughs> Thank County you for the counting is hard. You just
0: got. You just passed the first level of becoming uh, an NHL yeah, ref. An NHL Let's level. go. So stage two. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty
3: dollars. Extremely generous from Alec. Thank you very much. We will beat number one in two weeks. I don't know if it'll be that long, to be honest with you, for the Avs. Yeah, it
0: could be, yeah. they win
3: both games in weekend. Arizona, there's yeah. a good chance they're number one. Yeah, no, so. not
2: knowing what Nashville's schedule is like, but, like, they've got the games in hand at the Avs. This was this was the first of three back-to-backs that the Avs play in the next two weeks. Yep. So there's going to be a lot of hockey played by, by Colorado. Uh, they can... I don't. I don't don't know that that it'll be very long, but I. I mean, you do have to assume that the ABS will at some point start to lose in regulation again. Eventually, they're not going to continue to go eight one and one or whatever (laughs) in ten game segments. Yeah, like pretty
3: ridiculous. (laughs) Well, eight one and one, and both of their losses are to Nashville. In that ten games, yeah, kind of funny. B- this is the... And both games have significant asterisks <laughs> Yeah, you true. Right. If, you're,
2: if you're in Nashville, you're For just like, reasons. dubs are dubs, but if you're the abs, you're like, yeah. Are they, though? <laughs> yeah, well, uh, hey, we'll see how that goes next time you guys are in Denver. Seven Canadian from Kerry. Where we can blame the altitude.
3: The new Bobby Orr, <laughs> Kale McCarr, the unicorn. Uh, true facts. Yeah. I don't... I, no lie I don't, detected. I don't think he's the
2: new Bobby Orr. He's just... He's he's just been, the, he is Kale McCarr. He's yeah. the first model of Kale McCarr. Yeah. yeah. That's
3: Version 1.0. Yep. Uh, Kyle with another. Is that five Canadian? Altitude mentioned it at one point. Curious why? How does Kadri get kicked out of faceoffs? Like a so
2: curiosity much. that we've had for a long time. <laughs> it and was
1: Soderbergh we, before, and
3: now it's you, Kadri. Would yeah. we can't
2: get into the locker room and actually talk to him about it? Uh, see, like Soderbergh wouldn't, <laughs> but uh, it, it would. It, like we can't just go and be like, dude, what's what, what's the deal here? <laughs> why do you get tossed from so many faceoffs? Like, what's going on? No idea.
0: Uh, that was like the well. Last game, remember we were talking about that? It was in yeah. the offensive zone, and they're like just talking to yep. him over and, yep. over and over and over again, yep. not kicking him out. It's like, are they going to throw this dude what? out yeah, or what? Like, what's and going on? With here Kadri,
1: right he does, he takes one step wrong, it seems like, and they're like, get out. Yeah. You're done. Well, there was a the one tonight that was re dropped because they said it was dropped unfairly that Johansson won straight back, yeah. and they kicked Kadri out. He never even dropped his <laughs> stick.
3: I. Uh. All right, ten dollars wasn't even on the ice. I don't get how. Yeah, maybe
2: maybe that ten k Venmo really did happen. <laughs> game. Like, uh,
3: ten dollars that's, that's from how they Colton.
2: Uh, Line's been quiet too on the sure. too many men. Thank you
3: so much, Colton. When do we talk about the two to three no calls prior, if any of those calls were called? This garbage would not have happened. No, I mean, we, we, we kind of talked about it already. So
1: actually, do you want to know outside of obviously the one in overtime? The call that I had that I was the most annoyed by was. Uh, whoever it was is that new hook that got the high stick, the double minor
2: ranting him. Oh, he's yeah. ranting. Oh, the three
1: cross checks to yeah, the yeah. back so I, yeah. I immediately prior. Miko high sticked him; it drew blood, perfectly fine. Yeah, Johansson fed him three very right solid yeah. cross checks right in the back right before, and a year ago. You know, that's just a battle in front of the net, but you've set the precedent this year that that is a penalty. Well, oh, that's it, over now. It's Don't not, worry about that.
3: <laughs> it's not just the cross-checking precedent, but in the first period of this game, new, coming across the center of the ice, they call the interference on the guy net front for bodying him in the way, and it's like... Yeah. is it, yeah. I, I guess it is it is too much to ask for NHL refs to be consistent for an entire hockey game. It's just too much to ask, well, and I this, guess.
1: This goes back to... I mean the 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 conversation of the human element in sports, and you just have to live with that. I I do. I wholeheartedly believe that for the majority of NHL rules, there is a level of interpretation, and the people that pound the table of will just call the game, just call the rule book. I promise you would not want to watch a hockey game that is called (laughs) to the letter of the rule book. It'd be awful. I promise you don't want to. It Would be um, six hours long. Well, and, and there'd be fifty more icings a game. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, you know, there, you don't want that. That would so, be so you, zero five on five. <laughs> <time>. Right. Right. <laughs> so, so you do have to, you have to live with the fact there's a level that's interpretation, but, um, yeah, it just it's it's frustrating because it seems like it's it, it's hard for the
3: players, right? It, well, there you they, go. That's that's right, what I yeah, to bring up. Right.
0: Like, it's super hard because as a player, you're like, okay. You spend the first period figuring out what you're calling. Where do I get to play? Yeah, And what are you going to call and what you're not going to call? And, like, there's been good refs in the past. Moose, he, like, repped a few of our games where he's like, this is what I'm expecting, this is what I'm going to call. Like, goes over, talks to both the benches, take a penalty, tells you why you're getting a penalty, right? Like, obviously that's not happening in an NHL game, but the players are still expecting some, like, okay, I can do this, I can't do that. Right.
1: Yeah, and and I don't know if there's a solution to it. I know I've heard people talk about, and this I think becomes a bit of a personnel and a numbers issue. But do you start doing stuff where for chunks of the season you have one ref and one and one linesman that are assigned to a certain division that are assigned to certain teams just to get some consistency? So that there's a level yeah. of consistency, or or do, you know, do you do it on a um, you know a monthly basis so that you know. <laughs> All your games for this month—they're going to be refed by at least one consistent guy. Again, I don't know what you I run think, into from a numbers standpoint I, at that well, point. I, in terms I think of
3: officials. the problem with that concept is you get refs like St. Laurent, who is not consistent in any imaginable way. Every game you go into with him, you have no idea what he's calling and what he's not. So it doesn't
1: really fix it. But, but I think if I, I do think it's one of those things because I. Don't remember, I think it was Tim Peel went on 32 thoughts a couple weeks ago and was talking about the fact that a lot of players don't have the same type of relationship with officials that they used to. He was talking about how you know I, I would talk to Connor McDavid but you know that a lot of especially captains and players that interacted a lot with officials, he said there just used to be kind of this like unwritten thing where you come up and you get to know the ref and you're chummy and it allows you to kind of open the door for those additional conversations. With there being less of that in the league, I I, I don't know. Does it does it does it make a difference? It may not, but I, I just I think that would be part of it because you don't necessarily have an issue. I, I think that's where a lot of people's issues come from. At the root of it is the consistency of the calls. On any given night, if you are just looking at the calls made on the ice, <laughs> I'll remove tonight. <laughs> <laughs> for for the most part, you can you can at least <laughs> see where they're coming How, from. That is in his booth. That that
2: video is, is there a in closer his booth. video?
1: It's literally right next to him. <laughs> It's the stupidest thing I've Uh, ever seen. Um, But, but, you know, there's usually... I'm going to remove tonight. Even if there are calls that you don't like, usually your issue is with inconsistency because they didn't call that before. That went uncalled two weeks ago. That seems soft, whatever. So even if you're getting... Having some level of consistency, I think, would help at least make a difference. You'd like to see something done. All right, let's let's go through some of these a little bit rapid fire here. Uh, yep.
3: If you can find Megan on the set, uh you win something. We should I don't keep know. Like a little like
2: like a cutout or something. Yeah. yeah. Like, and then have like Evan somewhere there hiding. There you go, yeah. Evan should be cox. back soon, by the way, fam. <laughs>
3: uh five dollars from Casey, thank you very much. I meant to send $3.99, but I can't count. Oof, got him. Well played. Got him. Sent
2: $4.99. <laughs> That's <so fucking> funny. <laughs> That's actually my favorite super chat ever.
3: <laughs> Five more from Eddie. Uh, also, can we pour one out for Joe Man is legendarily cursed. Got to feel for it. At a certain point, are you cursed yeah, or can you just not finish? Yeah,
2: you're not cursed anymore. It's the same way that, what, Jason Megna's is cursed? Mm. Or any of these other guys who can't finish are cursed? Look, love Jost. We've advocated for him as who he is. Are you watching it? Yeah. Jesus yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Uh I, Like advocated for him time and time again and have, have like railed against the haters and just been like, accept who he is. Guys, accept who he is. Yep. Uh, he just can't finish. He, he's, he just can't score goals like yeah. that. He's not that guy. Yep. For whatever reason, he can do it at every other level except the NHL. And just can't do it. He just can't do it at the NHL. Like, you know what? The NHL separates a lot of guys in that way. So He'll put together
1: one fine. streak a year of seven games where he'll put up three goals and it'll trick you into it a little yeah. bit. Be like, I, maybe? Not, no, never again. Uh, right, that's uh, what, that's again. what I'm
2: saying. But, like, it's... He's good he's for not, it every he's, year. He's not cursed, man. He's just not finishing. $5
3: from Mike. Time for refs to wear body cams. I want to see what they see and hear what they hear. I'm just not going to touch that one. Uh, I think that'd be awesome. I think it'd be dope. That,
1: they, they did the ref cam a few I, years I, I, ago. It was cool. I loved
2: it. Yeah, and, and not only that, but it gave you a way better appreciation for how hard it is yeah. to <laughs> see things like a puck going into a net from where they are or that, uh, you know, certain penalties getting called because you see where they're looking. Because of how the cameras on the on the top of their helmet give you a great appreciation for it. Yep. And instead,
1: that, you know. that's the other thing that you do have to say, in defense of NHL officials, this game moves extremely quickly. Things yeah. happen in the blink
2: of no, an eye. You know, you know, no matter how fast I uh, what's whatever situation I am in, in am in I can still count to three. And, and, that's, and that's what I was just about to say
1: was that's what makes this one three. tonight so much yep. more frustrating because that had nothing to do with the game moving fast. That had nothing to do with, I can there's see no where, interpretation. Right, there's no interpretation. can't count. That, that's what makes it so frustrating uh, is that.
3: All right. $5 more from Tommy. Thank you very much. Home Alone.
2: Just NHL, your refs are woof. Literally a segment on Sesame Street to help kids learn how to count. All right. right you can get the count. Uh, <laughs> Thoughts on go
3: Kodak burn, Black. Five more dollars for Eddie. Look, there's a much more accurate video out there as, <laughs> as we were just looking at. Do
0: you think he could count to three during
3: that? Do, do you think he made it to three seconds? <laughs> I mean,
0: so
2: the other video makes it look like. It's not, they're not just banging it out. Yeah. <laughs> Just some, just some pretty, pretty heavy petting. It's pretty serious strip club action. Yeah, Yeah. some grinding. That's that's VIP room level action. That would not in front of everybody.
1: Yeah, that would not be allowed at a high school dance. (laughs) Uh,
2: I don't know what high school you went to, bro. But five dollars would that be allowed at your high school? I never went. I never went to those dances.
3: Five dollars, AJ. What would you call the refs today?
2: Uh, I said clown shoes already. The, oh, did the you? super chat had to have happened already. All right, <laughs> okay. I called them clown shoes. I said, well, I said
3: the whole thing was clown shoes. Per- good enough. We'll take it. Uh, $5 from Let's Go Abs. My favorite thing in the world is screaming at my TV over some dumb abs of shit, then turning on the <laughs> pod and hearing AJ scream the exact same thing. Voice of the people. Fuck you, <laughs> Scott Doucette. <laughs> Get him. Uh, next, $5 from Ms. Rezik. I tried. I'm sorry, Price, Flower, Quick, Rask. Do we make a move for one of no. these guys? Ask again no. at the trade deadline. Uh, Which one of those guys is
1: available?
2: That's fair. Uh, Price, uh, no. So he can for, uh, not play. Many, many, yeah. many reasons. No. Well, and, and, uh, and
1: here's so here's here's my annoyance with that. You're taking the same. You're you're making a second gamble in the same season, at goal. Find Assuming a, you don't have any injury problems, I, I just don't see them spending any additional assets
2: in net. Truly, I ask: find the last time that an impact goaltender was traded in season and yeah. it went on to make right. a difference. Because the answer I mean, might the, be Patrick Wah. Be, because yeah. if
1: because if Darcy Kemper stays healthy. You'd what, be bringing a goalie the, in, saying we hope that they can get hot and go on a run.
3: The Closest thing is the Yolo call up of Bennington, probably. See, like, well, and Matt Murray, but those
2: are internal promotions. Yeah, true, right.
1: but but and and that, that wasn't you going out and bringing that and guy that in. Was, those were like that,
2: accidental. That, yeah. that only happened because they they the that only Binnington only happened because they bombed it out with Chad Johnson, and Jake Allen failed as their starter. And uh, Billy Huso got hurt in San Antonio, remember? Yeah. Yep. And the only reason, and Jordan Bennington was loaned out to Providence. Yeah. Right. They let another organization have him because they just didn't. He was yeah. their last option, basically. Yeah. They, they, Jordan Bennington had him because it, it had to. And then they just got uh, they got lucky. Yep. The same way that Pittsburgh got lucky with Matt Murray, Matt Murray the way that he did. Yep. I, it just, yep. but you go and find the last, like, in-season goaltender trade that actually had a big impact.
1: Right. Well, and, and and real quick, go, go. we talked about it at the beginning of the season, there is an adjustment period with goaltenders. Why would you get all the way to the deadline, assuming you have healthy goaltenders, <laughs> and then restart, that. and then restart that process when you'd, again, you would again, you're it's yeah. either we hope Darcy Kemper gets hot come playoffs or. We hope this goalie that we trade for gets hot and integrates into our system no, right look, away. if you
2: were gonna if you were gonna make that move, you got to make that move in the next ten games. Right, and then right. you're also gonna say, did we really just give up on this halfway through the season? Right, Percy Kemper yeah. hasn't been anywhere near bad enough. No, yeah, it's for, just you're still He's not been Grubauer, games. right? Like, yeah, that's the other thing. Yep.
0: I, I know, like you know, yeah. it's easy to nitpick this, but they're still winning hockey games. He's making big stops. It's like right. there's some sloppiness there. You know, we all see it. There's goals that. Look, he, you want the Aves to have back, but
3: I mean, let's face it. On most nights, he's doing enough, right? Yeah. Uh, well, and that's what I'm saying. Until
2: he's costing you wins, you could say that he hasn't been worth the cost. But what's the sure. cost of the next guy? Right, yeah. right, right. Because now you're adding it up, and then if that doesn't work, now you're two moves in the hole.
1: Right, right, and and so it, it's uh, one of those things where you've got you've got a goaltender that you know has another level. Whether you're keeping with him yeah, or I, you're bringing someone I, in, you're I,
2: hoping they get to okay, the next level. Okay. The reality, the reality right, is, we don't really right. need to entertain this conversation. Yes. it's never going to. happen. Let's end this conversation. Right. Well, I just
1: I've seen it come up a lot yeah, recently. Who saying, should they we, go get? And it's like we just don't need to do it's it. It's just not and
3: happening. Now, we don't need to do we're it. it. We're moving on. <laughs> Another five from Eddie to determine the Rubes' defenseman. We should put Makar and Fox with McDermott for a season, and the one who drives the best. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, look. Great An anchor point. can it's drag down anybody, is where I'm at with this one. <laughs> if the anchor's heavy enough. Uh, five more from Tommy. Thank you again. This is not the Kemper we saw in the bubble that gave us so much trouble and stole a win.
2: Yeah. Against the backup.
3: I mean, I think the reality is everyone knows Kemper has more to give than we've seen so far. Yeah. And yeah. you don't get to see that if you give up on him. Right. Uh,. Five from James. Until an accountability
2: precedent is set, this will be a black eye for the NHL. Not even that. This is a. won't even be a slap on the wrist. Yep. Who's going to hold the NHL accountable? There's nobody above the NHL. Anyone who NHL tries NHL to hold
3: the NHL accountable gets fined two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. So <laughs> twenty-five
2: thousand. Well, I was talking about the Rangers last oh, year. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. And then they have the obviously with the Brendan Moore stuff. You can't complain about their incompetence because it's a bad look for the league. Because having blade brazen incompetence in your officiating is somehow not a bad look for the league. But, you know, this is a league full of fucking idiots, so.
1: Uh, $2 from Houston to the last two games show how important Landy is. I don't think these last two games show it. No. I think that we know that Landy's an important piece of this team yeah. in the locker room on the ice. But I actually think that you're pretty pleased in your last you two You eight goals without him. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. And, and you're 1-0-1. It... I think you feel pretty good? Yep. I, uh, yeah,
3: I think missed him more last game than you did tonight. Given, I don't think there's a difference to me. I think there's a bit of a difference given the first line's play. But anyway, conversation for another day. Alec, uh, five dollars Canadian. I, you were different, Alec, than before. I'm pretty sure. Uh, Watched the Preds cast tonight. Got to listen to their announcers called Duchenne's first goal a clutch timely goal. I screamed for AJ. That's
2: funny. <laughs> Be the first one of his career. Well,
1: oh, I was say, there it is. He's got I <laughs> oh, he, he's got eight goals in eight games against the Avs and he scored the first two that mattered tonight. <laughs> got him.
0: <laughs> there you got go. himself. It's true. But
1: AJ's hundred percent right. Like that's uh, <laughs> are those maybe his biggest goals since he beat Roberto Luongo in the shootout yeah, of two thousand nine. Suddenly, abs to playoffs. <laughs> that yeah. didn't even
2: count because that was a shootout. Right, right, right. Ah, <laughs> uh, all right. That's skills
1: all the competition dream, Matthew Shane.
3: That's all the supers. Final thoughts.
1: Go. We gonna get out of here, oh, dude. Yeah, break the cowboy hat out again. Uh huh. Oh man, great the cowboy hat Not in you. Vegas. Yeah, they're Good having idea. a great conversation
3: without yeah, us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah. it's fine.
2: Oh, no, uh, when you when, <laughs> when you go, you can talk to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you miss Colorado? How much do you think the how much does their success chap your ass that, When you said
1: you wanted to play playoff hockey, is yeah. this what you imagined? Yeah, but
2: <laughs> they've they've played more rounds than you have since you left.
1: Yeah. All right. They've played more rounds than you have games since you
2: left.
3: Bring it, how it in. Do you feel? Bring it in. Final thoughts on tonight's game.
2: Fuck that guy. <laughs> pick a guy for pick, pick a guy as that guy. Doesn't like it, matter it could, who. It could be the ref, it could be Dutchie. it could be Scott Dusset. <laughs> I'm open to all three. <laughs> Whatever. I, I, I add a fourth or fifth out Kodak there. Kodak Black. Fuck him. <laughs> yeah. Someone already did,
0: I think, for Kodak
2: <laughs> 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 with Ryan Murray tonight. Yeah. Jesse's on. Jesse's on grade, so uh, you won't hear about him from me. Uh, get yeah.
0: The, get that ref a walking stick. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. I also thought Ryan Murray was good tonight. Nope.
1: Okay. Nope. All right. Bye. (laughs) I mean, that's
3: where we're at. And show's over. Go go be mad or or do whatever you want to do.